Welcome to the very first episode of Student Speak. We're your hosts, Julia Taylor and Molly Lachlan. We are sixth grade students at the University School of Nashville, USN for short. We love baking and reading. We've all learned the tips and tricks of Zoom during the past year or so, but what's going on behind those virtual backgrounds and profile pictures? Today, we're interviewing USN students to find out. Let's get going. Right now, we welcome Billy Forrester. She's a fellow student at USN. She's here to talk about how COVID-19 has affected her schoolwork and her social life at school. She was on Zoom for the majority of the year and recently came back in person. Welcome, Billy. Hi. We know you've been both online and in person. Is there an option that you prefer? If so, why? I probably like in-person better because I know that if I have a question, the teachers will actually really like pay attention and I'll know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that's, I would, I haven't been in person, but I would probably agree with that because you've been online for a decent amount of time with us. So you've seen how the teachers kind of, um, uh, ignore our questions sometimes, you know, like they try, but sometimes they just don't see them and we end up having to try to figure out how to do our homework. So I agree with that. In a Washington Post article, a sophomore from Luther Burbank, Natalie Vu, said, distance learning has been a challenge for me. It is hard for me to stay focused, productive, and to stay motivated. Can you relate to this? I can very much relate to this because I think that it's very hard to keep, or it's very hard to actually do what you're going to say. Like you might say, oh, I'm going to do my math homework later, but you actually end up not doing it. Like in the amount of time that you actually think you're going to do it, you end up doing it at like 9 p.m. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, my dad tells tells me to set times, like specific times for when I do things, because I always say, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, but then I don't actually have a time, and then it's like 8 o'clock, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do science homework, you know, and that's not ideal, because you're supposed to get uh, nine hours of sleep, right? So, yeah. you know, you can't be going to bed at like 10.30, which is like about the time that I went to sleep last night, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any advice for teachers who are teaching remote kids as well as in-person kids? Um, I think that teachers that are doing remote and in-person kids, I think that they should check in with the remote kids and make sure they know what's going on and make sure that they don't have any questions or anything. Because I know some teachers don't do that. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that would be very helpful because I'm still online at this moment, as you know. I think that would be very helpful for uh, Molly and I because we're the only ones remote right now. But sometimes the teachers just end the meeting without checking in on us to make sure we know what our homework is, um, that we've completed all the classwork, and that we're not missing any of the homework that we might need. So I definitely agree Like, uh, if they started a meeting after class just to make sure or maybe during their study hall time, that would be really helpful. Yeah. 
If you had to summarize online school into one sentence, what would that sentence be? It would be, keep your iPad close, but keep your iPad charger closer. Not to butt in here, but mine would have to be, Billy, you're frozen. Yes, of course. <laughs> we cannot forget the iconic sentence, Billy, you're frozen. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with what you said, Billy, uh, about keeping your charger closer. Actually, today, my iPad died in the middle of class. So uh, I probably should have taken, I should take those words to heart now because I've experienced what it's like to have your iPad die on you when you're in the most time of need. I don't know. That's not a word, is it? It is. It okay. Is. What are some feelings you had about going back to school in person? Were you nervous, excited? For example, in a New York Times article, Gisela Sussman, an 18-year-old student, said, I was so nervous. I didn't sleep the night before. Did you experience anything like this? Um, no. I think I was really excited because one of my friends, they were, they've been in person since we could be in person. And I know I was really excited to see her. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been in person, so I couldn't really comment on that. Uh, but thank you. When you describe online school to people, do you describe it more positively or negatively? And please be honest, this is a judgment-free space. I would probably have it as positively because I know that I've had some friends that have helped me, like, not, I don't really know how to say it, but I've had friends to, like, call and everything, like if I need help or something, or if I don't know what the homework is, so. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, I would have to actually say I would describe it more negatively, but it's interesting to hear it from the point of view of someone else, because I'll say like, yeah, um, it's fun to be with my friends. We have Friday study hall where we get to like watch a movie or play Among Us sometimes, you know, but then I'd go on and on and on about everything that's not really like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to do this homework and they didn't explain it, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to be a party pooper, but it looks like we're running out of time. Thank you so much, and see you on Zoom, Billy. Thank you, Billy. See you next time. Bye. We now welcome Kumi Sasaki. She's been in person the whole year, and she's here to tell us a little bit about what it's like to be in school during a panda bear, as our teacher, Miss Fields, calls it. The majority of the people listening to this have probably been in person the whole year, so you can probably relate to Kumi. Were you ever nervous about being in person? Yes, I used to be nervous about being in person at the very beginning of the year because I was afraid all my best friends would be online. And it ended up coming true, and I've always felt lost throughout the whole year because of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of get that. Um, When I was online, you were in person, so that was a little sad. But I still had Billy, but you didn't have us, so... I see where you're coming from on that. Yeah. Do you have any advice for teachers that teach remote students and in-person students? If I were to give advice for teachers, I would say pay attention to equally and fairly to both remote students and in-person students. I've noticed that few teachers have not done that, so I wanted remote students to feel like we're all together when we're at school and the students in person. 
That's really good advice. I, uh, I definitely agree with that. We welcome Grace and Avery. They're both USN alumni and remote learning coordinators at USN. They'll be telling us what it's like to be a teacher and a student virtually and in person. Hi, Grace and Avery. Hello. Okay, Grace, from the point of view of an educator, what have you seen teachers do that you would do differently? Um, A lot of teachers don't realize that both in-person and online, like the pandemic, has affected every area of school, Um, especially like assuming that when you go back in person, everything's going to feel normal, but it's not like you are constantly have to stay away from people and you're still in masks and there's just so many more extra barriers to like the closeness that you get um, usually in a classroom. And so I think just understanding where people are at in like dealing with things and um, just being really empathetic and realizing that we're all going through the same, um, we're all in the same pandemic, but going through different things and just being able to empathize and be there for your students is really, really important. Wow. Um, Yeah. Which can be tiring, but it's, it makes so much more of a difference when you really like show them how much you care about them and try to be their friend, not just their teacher. Wow, that was a really good answer. I really liked how you said um, we're all in the, same, in the same pandemic, but we're going through different things. That's uh, a really good way to put it. Yeah, and it's really true. Yeah. Okay, Avery, how did being remote affect you? Do you think other students can relate to this? Yeah, we're going remote when we first went online at the very beginning of when everything fell apart. It was really, really hard. And I think pretty much everybody can relate in one way or another um, how kind of your world is turned upside down when you are remote um, because just your everyday life is completely different. And I know that I went through a lot of um, Zoom fatigue because, and I think this is very relatable for a lot of people, but it can just be really, really hard to stay engaged the way that you would in a classroom um so yeah I think that that is something that has been really hard for a lot of people over the last year or so I definitely agree with that it's been hard uh staying engaged and uh staying motivated to complete your work on time Mm -hmm. and like reach out to uh teachers when you need help uh Avery in an interview for 11 Alive channel a parent said A lot of what they're learning is getting lost in translation because there's not interaction on a personal level. Do you agree with this statement? Mm. This makes me think about a lot of social development stuff um, that I have learned about because I think that we kind of take for granted the importance of, um, of the like social and personal growth that we get at school and I know I've definitely felt kind of that loss this year, and I think a lot of USN students have too, um, that not only academic things getting lost in translation, like maybe not being able to see the board or stuff like that, but also just socially not getting to see certain social cues or body language or things like that, it can kind of affect you. moving forward in school too and I think that can be really hard and 
I think a lot of people don't think about that with being remote. And I think it's just really important for especially teachers in the next couple years to keep in mind that like these kids have gone through a really, really difficult thing in their lives. And I think we need to be really, like Grace said, empathetic and I don't want to say forgiving, but like um, just really cognizant of how we have been affected by this emotionally, academically, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like even in myself, I've noticed that after being online for so long, just going out and like going to the mall or something, it's hard to be around other people because I'm not really sure what to do. It just feels mm-hmm. really awkward. Yeah, yeah. Being around other people definitely makes you, I guess, a little bit more nervous because I've spent about a whole year away from school and people that I used to see every single day for more than three hours. So it was a really big change and like we're going to still be affected by it in a while from now. Yeah. Last question. If you guys were to sum up this pandemic in one sentence, what would it be? Mm. Oof. Obviously have mine. It's like it brought out so much bad, but it has also brought out so much good in people. And I'm excited to see where we take it. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Yeah, I like that. Thanks. I agree with it. Yeah, I think I learned a lot about myself and strengthened relationships and found some new hobbies. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for letting us interview you. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Talking to Avery, Billy, Grace, and Kumi, we learned that learning virtually has impacted adults and children. Remote learning isn't always ideal, but there is definitely some sun peeking through the thunderstorms. A lot has changed during the making of this podcast. Julia is back in school, and she is still not motivated to do anything. Molly is also back in school and can't wait for summer. If you're interested in being interviewed in another episode or have ideas for the next one, please email us at mollyloughlin.com. 27 at email.usn.org or Julia Taylor 27 at email.usn.org. Again, we thank Avery, Billy, Grace, Kumi for their participation in making this happen. Thank you, Julia, for helping with the script, editing music, and making sure we had a good time. Thank you, Molly, for editing, writing the script, and making sure we stayed on task. And thank you for listening to this episode of Students Speak with your hosts, Molly O'Loughlin and Julia Taylor. We hope you learned something from our deep dive into the minds of students and teachers alike. That's all for this episode, folks. See you next time.